Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Grade a fiasco. Just one of the headlines in the papers this morning, I think it was the Irish Daily Mail, describing the latest Leaving Cert controversy. Look, I'm, I'm sure you've been hearing about this on Live 95 News, you've been seeing it on social media, etc. The errors discovered in this year's Leaving Cert calculated grades process. The full impact of this will only be known when a second review of all marks Awarded. I think that's in the region of 60,000, uh, isn't it, is completed. And joining us now are two good friends of the Limerick Today show, Guidance Councillor Betty McLaughlin, who's based in Limerick, and Michael Gleeson, uh, who is uh, the Guidance Councillor at Ordskull Reach in Limerick City. Uh, you're both welcome. Good morning to you. Betty McLaughlin, what a nightmare. What a nightmare. It certainly is. But then again, in the times we're living in, nothing should be surprising us at this stage, really. But it is it is very upsetting for the students and upsetting for everybody who worked hard to try and get it right. And, uh, you know, to find these errors was certainly uh, was certainly upsetting for everybody involved. Michael, they seem to have stuck the two worst subjects instead of the two best subjects into everyone's calculation from their junior certs. Yes, and this is incredible to believe, given the fact that this allogram, which everyone had been talking about, it was ran actually 60 times. We were given the assurance that it would be right. It was ran 60 times. They were supposed to get Irish, English and Math and two of their best subjects. And unfortunately, it was the two worst subjects that they chose for students. And additional problem was that in some instances, uh, CSPE, which was not supposed to be part of any of the subjects, was also included, uh, which was a second error. And as a result, you could say all students uh, will actually have higher marks as a result of this. And we have been told the approximate amount is 6,500. But just to get to the fact, really the implication will be between 1,000 to 1,200 students in how it will affect the new offer that uh, will emerge from this. But the real problem is when it comes to this new offer, will it be able to facilitate for the current academic year or will it be for next year? And given the fact that Minister Harris has already uh, given out 6,000 places, the scramble now is for these extra thousand cases is not going to be simple on the basis, particularly in science and medical medical uh, areas, whereby uh, there will not be sufficient room in labs and you have the further complication then of social distancing in those particular scenarios. So there is really going to be quite a scramble. And then of those who are going to defer and will not be able to get those places, it is going to have the knock-on effect then uh, for the class of 21, 22, the current leave inserts. Because as it is at the moment, 
where we have students who have already decided they're going to defer college for next year. We're going to have the students, as I mentioned to you on Tuesday's programme, who are going to sit the November exams. And if they are upgraded and it has made a difference to their points, they too have been assured that they will be given uh, deferred places. And now you're going to have this new cohort here as a result of the code error will be a third co- uh, third lot of students who will be eating places uh, for the right. students for next year. Okay, we're chatting to guidance counsellors Michael Gleeson and Betty McLaughlin. You would imagine, Betty, and I understand that the coding around this was outsourced. It wasn't done directly in the Department of Education and Skills. But you would imagine that the absolute priority for the Department of Education over the last few months, the one thing that all focus would have been on was getting this Leaving Cert right. Yeah, I'm sure, and and I'm absolutely certain that it would have been right and that certainly would have been the focus. But look, human error, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's tragic, really, the way it has happened. And as Michael said, they have, they did 60 tests of it and how they didn't pick up on picking up the two weakest subjects along with Irish, English and Maths instead of the two best subjects. is, is Well, I, I heard somebody say yesterday, you know, that this, this was a mistake in code. In the coding. Code, yes. And yeah, I suppose, I mean, I don't know, maybe the two of you are experts in coding. I'm certainly no, not. <laughs> so if you put code in front of me, I wouldn't yeah. pick up in the line that went two worst rather than two best. Um, no, certainly not. But I mean, these were the experts, you know. Well, and that's, that's the point, the yeah. Was. Yeah, we yeah. are certainly not. But um, the, the other thing is that, you know, this thing about it's affecting maybe six and a half thousand students. And then, as Michael says, that might knock on to maybe yeah. a thousand students who, who may be looking for other places. Um, yeah. The, the, only only thing, th- the only thing about that is that they're checking every single one of the Leaving Cert results. So the truth is, we don't know how many people are going we to be don't, affected. We don't, but, ju- but they're going on, and which is, is a very good benchmark, actually, is that last year there would have been 3,000 uh, students upgraded and they put in the traditional appeal where their scripts were re- rechecked and remarked. And, you know, out of that came, you know, about one in five upgraded. And But in the end, even though one in five, not one in five would have been offered a course because it wouldn't have brought their points up to a higher preference offer. However, Joe, out of that last year, they had to make um, they had to make a thousand places. So if you, you know, they, it, this wouldn't be unusual uh, in going on past years that they would always have been expecting some appeals and some upgrades. Again, human error in corrections, in clerical errors and so on would always have happened. There is no perfect system. But yeah. uh, certainly this year does take a beating, all right. Yeah, and uh, Michael, um, we were talking to you earlier in the week about the leaving cert that is going to be sat in November and December for those who choose to do it. And the deadline, I think, is this week for that. First of all, do you think the deadline will be extended? And secondly, do you think more people will now want to sit the leaving cert? Uh, well, Joe, there's one thing for certain. is the least the department can do is to extend that deadline because uh, there's, uh, it's definitely required for students, because at least if those 1,000 students, uh, some of those students had are probably intending to sit those November exams because they didn't get those places because of the results that uh, they received. And from that perspective, uh, time should be allowed for those students to find out if they have been given those new offers rather than to be applying uh, under a tight deadline for tomorrow in light of this announcement yesterday. Yeah. 
there probably will be a, a sizable amount of, of students who will apply uh, because maybe their competence in what has happened has been dented and they probably would prefer maybe to sit those exams but it all depends really on these 1,000 to 1,200 students whether they will proceed with the November exams if they and if if it also if they can be accommodated this year, yeah. yeah. Well, so, yeah, yeah Joe, I think it's important uh, um, to say though that there is no there is no announcement that they um, that they are extending that deadline, and that deadline is five o'clock tomorrow. So I would say to students who still intend, because they don't know what the outcome of this is, uh, who still intend to sit that exam in November, they at least register to sit it by five o'clock tomorrow. They can pull out subsequently again, but have their name in anyway, because we've no guarantee that that registration for the state exams in November will actually be right. being extended. There's no word on that. Yeah, we're chatting to guidance counsellors Betty McLaughlin and uh, Michael Gleeson. Betty, what about those who have started courses that weren't their first preference? Yeah, well, of course, that is that is a fact. But the the only good news there for those students is. That if they decide to sit that out this year and keep a deferred offer that they would be that they will be offered coming out of the corrected result, um, they won't have to pay fees next year. They can still get their SUSE grant for the extra year, and maybe to try and find a positive within a pandemic, it is a good place to be to be studying at the moment. And that they would get some, you know, they can always put down on their CV again. Well, I did spend a year studying X, and it will look good for them. They will have gained skills. They will have gained confidence. And they'll be more ready for their their desired course next year. So we just can only pick on the positives on this. Uh, of course, we could get mm. tied up with the negatives, but it's not a bad place. They yeah. still get their Suzy grant. They would still get their their deferral, the course of their choice. Uh, yeah. You know, well, it might uh, be it might be something for them to to look at. We're just hearing from Live ninety five news that apparently the education minister Norma Foley has said this morning that this deadline for sitting the leaving cert in November, originally set as you both said for tomorrow, will be moved with the oh, exact good. time frame to be announced after the okay. new results are available to All students. Right. And of course, those new results could take time. The one thing there they are saying absolutely, is that nobody will be downgraded. It will be uh, about uh, being um, upgraded. Um, uh, But uh, Michael Gleeson, the minister in the department knew about this since the middle of last week. Were they a bit slow in coming out and telling us what was going on? Uh, The fact is they did know, but they weren't fully aware of the precise implications in terms of of the numbers, etc. On balance, and on balance, I do believe the minister did the right thing in waiting because it would have been worse for this error to be made known during the middle of offers being sent to students because there's already enough anxiety and stress when college places are being offered and when people haven't got them. And this would have added to the confusion and the frustration and the stress that is out there for students. So even though... It's not the it's not wasn't ideal, but I do think it was better for students' well being in the sense of of further uh, frustration to be added during a college offer. So from that point of view, I think it was probably unbalanced the better thing to wait until stage two offers uh, came out and then to make the announcement. Right. 
Betty, um, like who would be a young person in Ireland in 2020? You know, their lives have been massively restricted by COVID-19 and everything that's gone on around us. There were people on this show yesterday wanting the army sent in to bust them up in uh, places like Galway. Um, and uh, every time they look around, uh, their leaving cert is getting turned upside down again. Yeah, and absolutely. Look, you know, it, it, it has been shown in OECD's researches and everything that it is difficult being a young person in Ireland today. And that was prior to the COVID. It is certainly terribly upsetting for them. And we can only hope that they will have grown in resilience out of this. And, you know, we need to be very understanding of them. We need to reach out to them, keep the lines of communication open and make sure that they keep talking to us and that we are looking out for them because this is very, very difficult for them. The uncertainty, the disappointment, the you know, the, the changes, the coping with one change after another, one announcement after another, even though their their best interests were always at heart. Yeah. I do believe that. We always had them and the department did. Um, but, you know, they have been through the mill at this yeah. stage. I remember Darrow O'Brien, the comedian, talking about one of the big differences he saw between living in Ireland and living in the UK, and it was a positive for Ireland, is that we seem to embrace, um, stand up for and celebrate yeah. our young people while he felt, he felt that in, in England particularly, the, the reaction, including from the media, was always to point the finger at them. Well, unfortunately, that seems to have been reversed during COVID-19, which isn't a good thing and isn't fair either. Um, thank you very much to guidance counsellors Betty McLaughlin, who, of course, is based here in Limerick, and Michael Gleeson um, at Ardskull Reach uh, in Limerick City. And, uh, Michael, I, I hope you heard the very complimentary WhatsApp message that came in after uh, you were with us earlier in the week saying how highly professional and helpful you were to many people, including the person who had WhatsApped us. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.